My name is Zakira, and you are listening to the Living Legacy Podcast. I am a brand cultivating strategist, a cancer survivor, and a camera saved my life. In this podcast, we'll be sharing stories of the various connections that I have as a professional photographer, featuring women that I admire. And lo and behold, you never know, I may interview some of my favorite men. In this podcast, you will learn about professionalism, you learn about business, you learn about travel. I have traveled to 10 countries so far, and now it's my turn to teach you and inspire you to step outside of your country zone. Any suggestions you have, any topic you want to discuss in this podcast, send me an email. Today's episode is all about emotional health and healing. Today's guest is my friend, Dr. Adrian Pinkney of Be Well Coaching. Dr. Adrian Russell Pinkney is the founder of Be Well, Live Consciously, which is integrative wellness and life coaching service that offers individual coaching, group coaching, corporate training, wellness retreats, and motivational speaking. She inspires others to consciously create loving lives that work. Dr. Pinkney specializes in integrative wellness, mindfulness, career coaching, codependency, family and relationship issues for men and women of color, bullying, difficult teens, and body image and health. Dr. Pinkney has graduated from Spelman College, the University of Georgia, and Emory University, where she completed her doctoral studies. She is an ambassador for the Integrative Wellness Academy and promotes whole life wellness. As a coach, she encourages conscious creation through conscious choice. Adrian enjoys reading, traveling, eating ice cream and leafy greens, but not all together. <laughs> Hosting dinner parties, giving and receiving hugs, and doing exactly what she wants to do. Hi, Adrian. Hi, Zakira. How are you? Thank you so Hi. much for being a part of this interview. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a few questions, but of course, this conversation is is all about you know, we're having girl talk today, right? So we're going to talk about why you started your business as well as why you are where you are, right? Because you had to get to, you had to go through trials in order to get to where you are, right? Absolutely. So we're going to talk about that. But first thing first, how did we meet? Oh my goodness. I met Zakira when we went on a trip together for uh, Operation Crossroads Africa. And I was about 23 years old, and Zakira was an 18 or 19-year-old who was her first time. I mean, it was my first time leading a group of people on an international trip. And I met Zakira because she was, God sent her to my cohort. And um, yeah, we've just kept each other all these years, 10 years later. Wow. Has it been? Almost, yeah. Nine nine years. Wow. Time flies. And we're still together. Yes. So you started Be Well Coaching, but it wasn't always Be Well Coaching. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's always been Be Well, Live Consciously. Um, But I've kind of, as my business has grown, I've really figured out what it is that I wanted to focus on, honing in on. Yeah. And the coaching skills is definitely where it is now. Okay. So why did you start Be Well Coaching? Because God told me to, um, which is my real answer. That's my girl. That's my real answer to that question. Um, God told me to. Yeah, I um, I used to have a really messy life, uh, one that looked good on the outside and was an internal disaster. And uh, I really did a lot of work to commit to my own well-being. And I got myself to a good place. 
And um, when I got myself to a good place, I literally was in the car listening to my Spotify Jesus Jams playlist that I still listen to all the time. I just update it. I listen to the same song. Yeah. But I was listening to it. And all of a sudden, it was probably the first time I ever remember distinctly hearing God speak to me. And uh, God's voice sounded just like my own. And um, it was very clear. And it was, I mean, I, I just was assigned. God said, Adrian, you're in a good place. And now you're supposed to help other people get to this place. And so I went about the work of starting my business. Nice. So that's been how many years now? Almost three. It'll be three years in July. And in July, will this year will be my first calendar year of working for myself full time. And it's been a blessing. Wow. I just see miracles every day. So how is it? So let's say, talk about that. How is it working for yourself? Because not everyone can do that. Uh-huh. Um, I, I like the way that I've taken an entrepreneurship journey. I used to work for other people while I worked on my business at night. So I'm a single woman. Um, I didn't have, you know, a lot of times people, one person takes the risk and the other person has a secure job with the insurance. Right. And that's how they build the business. I couldn't do it that way because I had to provide the security and take the risk at the same time. So I kept my full-time job. I worked at work. Um, and then I, you know, spent the nights up building my website, trying to get clients the days I would take days off of my real job to go to do be well opportunities. And I needed to build something that was big enough for me to step onto. So when I got enough, I could, I had a business that I could walk out onto. I wasn't walking out on, you know, blind hope and faith. I had a clientele. I knew that my business made money. I had figured out what works. And I was in a place that I could do it full time. So I did. Love it. It took you so it took you a while to really get to this place. But what would you say initially would have stopped you from launching? When I started talking about, you know, starting my own business, I mean, I have a PhD in education. I was working as a university professor and people were like, what? You want to be a life coach? What's that? You know, all the things I was already saying, what are you going to do for health insurance? <laughs> But security, security, you know, which is like, it's only something, I mean, I have health insurance, <laughs> but anyway, you know, it's only something that somebody else can give you that this sense of retirement is only something that comes from someone else or someplace else. I, you know, I save for my own retirement every month, but just, it was a shift in how I thought about security, how I thought about making money. And I had a lot of naysayers, just fear, fear. That would have been the biggest thing. The people in fear, that's what would have stopped me. And so what helped you the most? Um, faith. I consider this whole journey my Peter walk. Um, it's like walking on the water. And, you know, I'm not drowning. So I understand the importance of just staying in faith and of trusting this process. I think when the fear sets in, that's when you sink. So, um, yeah, I'm just walking on this water. And I'm okay. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so why is emotional health important? Oh, God. <laughs> That's such a big question. Everything we do is about how we feel. Every single decision that we make, from what we decide to eat in the morning, to how we respond to people, to who we choose as a partner. I chose him because he makes me feel loved. He makes me feel special. He makes me feel sexy. right? I left him because he makes me feel disrespected and dishonored and um, neglected. 
right? So we're constantly moving based on our feelings. Um, I ate a salad today because it made me feel good about myself to make healthy choices, right? And I'll probably get some ice cream tonight because that makes me happy in a different way. Just like if we eat crappy food at the end of it, we're like, oh my God, I feel so guilty. I feel gross. I feel disgusted with myself. So if we understand the impact of feelings and how central that is to who we are, um, because the word emotion is literally... E is energy. So energy and motion. We literally feel our feelings. So our state of well-being is always tied to our emotional health. Um, being enraged for seven, several years, consciously or subconsciously storing anger in our bodies causes cancer and heart attacks and ulcers and all of those things. All of that is not even based on your physical health. It's based on your emotional health that resulted in your physical health. So everything i mean it's just at the center of everything nice yeah definitely very important because um my next question is how do you use that to really heal from traumatic relationships health and relationships are the biggest thing um my favorite scripture is and ye shall know the truth and the truth will make you free and i think the most important thing in relationships is just being honest not just with someone else but with yourself Telling the whole truth to who you are and what you really like and what you really don't, what really works for you and what really doesn't. Um, and just being okay with people coming and going and moving in and out of your life based on you being an honest relationship with them. I actually, girl, I'm on eHarmony. You are? <laughs> I'm trying, I'm, yes, girl, I need a husband. <laughs> okay. So um, I met this guy, very, very nice Indian guy. And we had our first conversation was 30 minutes. It was easy, real easy conversation. And I was like, oh, that's rare. This is good. Mm -hmm. Right. So we both I think we had to get off the phone. And he's like, hey, can I call you in the morning so we can continue the conversation? I'm like, oh, OK. So okay. he calls in the morning. This is good. And so we're talking for another 30 minutes. And at the end of the call, he Well, as the call goes on, he was like, hey, you know, I know that you live in North Carolina and I live in Ohio. Like, are are you willing to move? Are you open to moving? And I was like, hey, no, I'm not. I've just built this business and, you know, my family's in North Carolina. Being in North Carolina is really important to me. And then he says, oh, man, because I have uh, he, he was a doctor. He's like, I have a practice here in Ohio and my kids are in Ohio and I can't move. And so it was like one hour of investment. We both were like, you know what? This has been really good. Thank you for being wonderful and got off the damn phone. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's not going to work. You know what I mean? And I think that you have to just learn how to be okay with who you are, what it is you seek to create, and not lying. Because I could have been like, oh, my God, he's so great. Maybe I want to move. No, I don't. I don't want to move. Knowing you don't. Knowing you don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not moving. Mm -hmm. So I just think that being clear on yourself and being able to be in honest relationship with other people is so important. Just tell the whole truth. I don't like that. Don't touch me like that. That don't feel good to me. Don't do that again. I don't care if you do like it. I don't. You know, that kind of truth. But I, I think that we are dishonest with ourselves so often. And um, we lie to people. 
And then we create lives built on lies. So anyway, okay, I'll stop with that. Mm. Next. Good one. I stopped on that for a while. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's let's talk about this. Obviously, we didn't meet in North Carolina. So tell me, how many places have you lived? Because we met. Well, we didn't meet me, but we connected in Atlanta. So what yeah. what, what happened before that? So I was born and raised in North Carolina. I lived here till I was eighteen. And then I moved to California for a year. I went to school at Pepperdine for one year. Um, and then I transferred to Spelman. And I was in Atlanta for 10 years in school, working, dating, figuring that part of my life out. And then I decided that nothing could be finer than to be in Carolina. So I came on home, girl. So mm-hmm. I'm in Charlotte now. And I love it here. Um, this is where I'm going to be and have my family. This is where I want to be buried. This is where I want my beach house. This is where I want my mountain house. This is where I'm going to be. I love this state. So that's where I am now. Okay. Now, what about countries? Oh, that's so interesting. This is a good segue because um, I was telling someone the other day, I love North Carolina so much because as I have traveled all around the world, I am more and more certain every time I go to a different country that this is home. Not that America's home, but that North Carolina, 919-336-704-252, this is home, right? <laughs> like, uh, and, I, and I just love it here. Where have I traveled? I have been to Israel and China and India and uh, Ghana with you and Kenya and um, Turkey. Where else have I gone? Costa Rica, Peru, Canada. Um, France, Italy, Poland, um, and a few other, and I want to go to Egypt this year. That's on my, my cool. goal for this year. Cause I, I really want to see the pyramids yeah, and just cry. Yeah. Yeah. Now, why do you think it's important to travel though? It, oh girl, traveling. I found God traveling. Um, I don't have the same God that my grandmother and my mother have. My perception of God, my experience of God is so different. And I think that traveling um, really expanded me in my uh, spiritual sense. It has just been so spiritual. It's important to travel because you get a stronger sense of who you are when you go away. You know, I, I, it was so funny, Zakira, I used to think that as a black American, um, you know, there's always this thing like we're going to go to Africa and we're going to feel this strong sense of home. And, you know, I went to Africa and I felt so damn American. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, but I want ice in my drink. <laughs> you right. know, and I was like, oh, God. Yeah. I ain't from around here. <laughs> or, you know, or I've been gone so long mm-hmm. <laughs> that I have mm-hmm. to be reintroduced to this place. Mm-hmm. I have just really gotten a sense of clarity for myself that. Home for me is the American South. I'm a Southern Belle. I love it. But I think that all of that clarity came by leaving and not going to New York, but going clear across the world. Zakira, you know how we travel. So I don't just do like the kind of travel where I'm like, touristy, touristy. Like I'm staying in people's houses. We were on the tro tro. You know, we're like in there. And I think that, uh, that that has just really expanded. I mean, God is God is always there when I travel. Yeah, yes. Now you're talking so much about your future, right? So you know what your dream life is gonna be, right? What is that? What does that look like for you? What do I want? What do you want? I want baby. That's what I want. What the hell, girl? 
That's what we talked about before we got on this call. I mm. want a big belly and some big milk boobies. That's what I want. But excuse me, everybody. Let's just get real where I'm trying to go in my life. Um, I have definitely, I mean, I've blown my own mind with what I've been able to do in my life. You know, bought my house, girl, I travel. I've done all of these things. And I would really like to experience myself as a wife and a mother. I think that's a new way to experience me. And to learn about me, I have this fantasy self where I'm like, hey, if my kid talks back, we're going to have a conversation. Right. But, you know, I'm thinking, what am I really going to do? Oh, Lord. Uh, you know? Yeah. Oh, I just think it's going to be a whole new way to be in relationship with me and, um, you know, to to just learn different aspects of myself. So I'm excited. I definitely see my business growing. I have an assistant now. Good God. Oh, yes. She is amazing. Like, even right now (laughs) while I'm doing this call, something else is getting done for my business. In this moment, she's in this other space working. And hallelujah. Thank you. So that I just see growth and expansion in my business. Um, Just continuing to commit to my own health and healing and well-being. It's so funny. I think my ego mind said, um, I've done a lot of work on myself. I've been healed. I'm okay now. And sure enough, just like a couple months ago, I mean, I was jolted into an awareness that there's so much more work that I have to do on myself. So just committing to continuing to heal and grow me um, and expand. Just expanding. Now, why is it important to live the life of Virginia, live the life that you love? Not everyone can do that. Everyone's so set on, I have to do this. I have to work on this job. My parents wanted me to be this, wanted me to be that. Like, why? But there are other people who don't mind. I just think it really contributes to your overall health and well-being when you're in, in an honest relationship with you, with what you need to be doing. You know, yeah, I went to school and I did all of those things. And I think that they do influence my work. But I was just doing that work until I got the calling over my life. So... Some people are just doing whatever they're doing because they haven't heard it yet. They haven't gotten the clarity or the honesty or the relationship, you know, to be able to hear what it is they're supposed to do. Um, Some people do know what they're supposed to do, and they're probably in constant guilt about being misaligned with how they use their time every day. But I just think that um, the peace and fulfillment that comes with doing what you're supposed to do is like none other. I I think it's Confucius who said, find a job you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, I just find that to be true. So go do what you want. Don't let nobody else stop you. (laughs) Now, what is conscious wellness? I mean, consciousness is making clear and awake choices. I think we make choices all the time in our subconscious, in our sleep space. And we don't understand um, what it is that we're actually really, really doing. You know, I I was just even conscious eating. We eat all the time. Right. And we're we're full way before. And we keep eating after we're full because we're just going through the motions. We're not like actually chewing and swallowing and just listening and saying, have I had enough? Okay, body, you just said I've had enough. You know, we're not conscious in our relationships and our words. I seek to create a loving and supportive relationship. What is it that I need to say 
or do to make that happen? And if I'm saying these things, how is this going to have a greater impact on what it is that I'm trying to get at here? That's consciousness, right? Like being very, very clear um, and awake to your how you use your time, how you use your words what you're putting in your body, what you're putting on your body. Let me tell you about a quick conscious choice that I just made a minute ago. So I am going to this event tonight uh, where Hill Harper is going to be speaking. And I'm thinking, well, it's going to be a lot of young people there, teenagers, all that kind of stuff. So I'm sitting in my closet and I pick these earrings. I need to wear hoop earrings so I can be relevant with young people, right? But that was a clear decision of who I was going to go see what I was choosing to put on and why. So I think that's what it's about. Just being the sense of raised sense of clarity, just not doing things on autopilot, but actually taking a minute to take a breath and make a choice from that place. That's important. Yeah, that's important. I love it. I love it. Now, where can we find you on the web? I am at bewellcoach.com. So that's B, just the letter, not the word, bewellcoach.com. Dot com. And you can also find me on Instagram, um, Facebook, Twitter, using that same Be Well Coach. It's everywhere. Okay. Any final advice for those who are still trying to align with their purpose? What if someone wants to take advantage of your services? Things of that sort. I would definitely say um, heal yourself. Um Healing is always available. I believe that that's our natural state of being, wholeness and happiness. So I I tell my clients this all the time, that life doesn't get better by chance. It gets better by choice and it gets better by change. So make the choice to change um, and do something different so that you can experience something different. And I, I would say I'm excited for you. Let's go. All right. Thank you, Adrian, for being Thank here. Thank you, Zakira. I had a pleasure. It was so much God fun. Bless you, Zakira. You too. <laughs> you doing what you're supposed to be doing. Thank you for listening to the Living Legacy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and download so you don't miss the next episode. If you want to learn more, you can visit zakiranayar.com. Be sure to share with your friends and suggest any topic that you want to be talked about.